Your choice is simple. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. Hello there, and welcome to episode three of Skeptics and Believers, a paranormal podcast. In this episode, the team and I will be discussing the Dulcie Air Force Base incident. So if you like your lizard people, you're in for a good one. Sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the show. going to be talking about Area 51. That's not the subject to this because everyone knows about Area 51 Ooh. and it could be for another time. The one that's become really prevalent in paranormal circles over the last 10 years is the now infamous Dulce Air Force Base in New Mexico. Now when I was going to originally do the, the secret bases part, it was going to be about Area 51 and I thought, oh, hold on, there's Dulce Base, believed to be by many a secret underground base which is run by the US government as well as grey aliens and reptoids which are humanoid reptiles this is amazing this is now my favourite story right now apparently the, the, the base is constructed from natural caverns which were already under this mesa the Archelator Mesa which is on the Colorado New Mexico border at this base that they take part in these experiments that are, involve mind control or genetic experimentation or lizard with the greys carrying out experiments on humans and cattle, or it's alleged that the American government have got to deal with these grey aliens, that they can do their experiments on cattle and a select number of human beings, but they have to provide the US government with a list of the citizens that they're experimenting on so that they've got a record of it. No way, really. And what, what are the American government getting out of this? Well, technology one would assume technology, magic. yeah. Like what? Velcro. Well, yeah, I mean, it could be anything to do with, you know... Oh, sorry, I nicked that from Men in Black. That was engine Black. technology, weapons, it could be anything like that. Your mobile phone? Could be, could be. So, in 1979, and this is where all this starts to originate from, um, an Albuquerque businessman called Paul Benowitz came convinced that he was intercepting communications from alien spacecraft to an installation somewhere, somewhere outside of Albuquerque. By the, the 1980s, he believed that he discovered an underground base near Dulce, based on what he was picking up on his, uh, on, I'm guessing on his CV radio. And the story sped rapidly within the UFO community. By 1990, a ufologist called John Lear claimed he had independent confirmation of the base's existence. And a political scientist called Michael Bachran said that he believed it to be an underground missile installation and that this was a plausible explanation for there being a base there. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, my gut feeling would be it's a military installation. They probably do do experiments, but there probably aren't greys and lizard men there. I think that's taken the the whole thing that leap too far it probably you know like, like you said about Area 51 it's probably a black hole for money yeah so they just throw it at developing crazy stuff 
but I, I find it very unlikely they're lizard men there. Well, the thing that really picked up, because it already became an, like an attractive legend in ufology, mm. but what made it more appealing was the story of a gentleman called Phil Schneider. This guy claims that it, to have worked at the base um, when an incident known as the Dalty Firefight happened in 1979. Now, he stated that he was part of a team that was involved in uh, the extra construction work being carried out to expand the base. Now, this base is allegedly over two and a half miles below the ground. It consists of seven levels. Two and a half miles? Two and a half miles, allegedly. That's ridiculous. Maybe more than that, actually. That's a long way. That is... But, but yeah. in all fairness, Mikey was saying, if you've already got this this mesa this already this you know naturally occurring large underground cave it, you know you don't know how naturally occurringly deep it was oh no it. I'm going to have to like dispel some of this why why well you're going to dispel it have you got facts well, then have you and I haven't got facts but I did mining engineering and oh. so I've been underground how many of you guys have been underground into a mine I've been down to a slate mine proper yeah. proper mine but where you need don't, a hat don't coal mines don't coal mines go down to a mile and a half two miles underground two and a half miles caverns you get usually they form by underground water flow and things like that two and a half miles down that just seems ridiculous there's, there's, there's one there's a naturally well, anyway, occurring anyway one. I'm sorry there's a naturally occurring underground sea which I'm sure is near you know Victoria Falls and that's a mile deep they only found that recently well, I don't know if the naturally occurring caverns are two and a half miles deep, but the base is allegedly right, right. two and a half miles below ground. I, despite my initial disdain for those measurements, I've just had a very quick look to see how deep the Earth is. Okay. Apparently it's 6,400 kilometres to the inner core. At the end of the day, a hundred years ago, supersonic flight would have seemed impossible. The way that things have gone on technologically, surely mining and engineering and the ability to extract large amounts and you know go deeper than we've ever gone yeah, before sure. i'm sure that must exist well as phil schneider was saying he's part of a team where he, him and his co-workers drilled four large tunnels down uh, into one of these natural caverns with the mind of using explosives to make it larger and obviously expand the base allegedly Phil said that uh, he descended down into a large cavern and they found that they were surrounded by what they termed as large grey beings, so the aliens, and that him and his fellow co-workers were attacked by these creatures who shot at them with weapons. And that Phil managed to shoot two of them because they, they were armed. Initially, 30 of the workers were in the cavern. When the alarm was raised, a further 40 came down, and that's including soldiers and that by the time that the fight had ended Phil was one of three people to escape alive what? from the cave and that the rest of them had all been killed by these grey aliens um, did he state what sort of injuries they were getting or what sort of weapons well, they had he claims that he was shot in the chest via one of these grey aliens weapons it took him two years to recuperate and after those two years, he then went and worked at Area 51 because he was a contractor for the US government working on, on mm. secret bases. It's a bit of a, a, bit of a strange one because even I, I read some of these stories and think, okay, humanoid reptiles seems a little bit... It's getting a little bit far-fetched. Just, there, just are, the... there are lots of things in this whole story which are quite far-fetched. Like I said, I've seen V. And they used to eat rats, those reptilians. I, I would I, I would sort of where I think that potentially there is truth to some of it is let's for example 
state that or say that the American government is playing about with genetics mm-hmm. and perhaps you know taking sort of reptilian DNA and trying to you know use it on humans super soldiers and all that business. yeah so you know I, I imagine that there be, would be people that would be seeing you know perhaps people who've you know got scaly obscure, skin yeah or so you know even perhaps you know they've been exposed to technology which causes radiation burns as an example I mean as with anything it could just be attention seeking story or there could be some underlying truth to it do you believe it Mike do you believe do I believe what, what that, part of it do you believe do I believe that there is a secret underground base at Dulce New Mexico yes mm-hmm. I concur do yes, I believe yes. that yeah, the I American well. government are carrying out experiments that possibly contravene the Geneva Convention and things like that yes I do I concur I, yes. would, I would expect I would no less of any country do I believe that there are humanoid reptilians no I don't right. so that part of it as far as the grey thing goes, though, kind of on the fence about it because... You're a bit of a believer in the old greys anyway, aren't you? Yeah. I am I think it would be naive to think that in the universe that we live in that we are the only sentient life form. No, no, I, I 100% agree with that, but I do not agree that if aliens visit us, and I'm not saying they don't, you know, I find it very unlikely that we are either a... One of our governments is working in secret with them to allow them to do tests on random members of the population as opposed to just feeding them criminals. Or that we've somehow managed to capture one and stolen their magic technology. Because if, if, if somebody could get to this planet from another planet, the level of technology they would have would boggle our minds. And I don't think they'd look like little people with big eyes. They would look freaky as f- <laughs> and I don't think they'd look like a scary little man with big eyes. I don't think you'd be able to describe them. Ladies and gentlemen, was episode three of Skeptics and Believers. We do hope you enjoyed that episode about the lizard people at Dulce Air Force Base. Uh, if you haven't already, please do subscribe to the podcast. And if you have subscribed, then thank you ever so much. It's very much appreciated. Stick with us. Coming up in the next episode, we will be discussing EVPs. Take care of yourselves. podcast has been brought to you by obsidian shark productions the music featured in this podcast can be found at freemusicarchive.org and is used under the creative commons license more details can be found on our website